0: Are you ready to experience the magic? There's no better time than right now.
1: Here at Away With Me Travel, all of our agents are Disney College of Knowledge graduates. We have dined at all of the Disney restaurants and we have stayed at all of the Disney resorts. So definitely come and make sure to contact us.
0: You can find Jamie and I both at Disney Dads at Away With Me Travel. Send us an email. We'd love to help you make your dreams come true. You can also find all of our services at www.awaywithmetravel.com.
1: And remember, we're here to help you make your travel dreams come true, and your journey begins with us here at Away With Me Travel. Round one is over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. Did we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen!
0: Start your engines! To
2: infinity and beyond!
3: There's a touch of madness around here.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast Show. It's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. Tonight, I am joined by my two brothers. I have missed you guys. It's been a few uh, few days. We kind of went phone free this weekend, so I haven't talked to you a bunch. Um, but man, I know, I hope you guys have had an awesome, awesome weekend. I hope the weather's been great where you are. Uh, Jason, Mike, how y'all doing? Doing good. Uh, the weather's finally,
2: that summertime weather up here. We're starting to get some of our restrictions lifted, and we've been out and about doing stuff, and some of the stores are getting back to normal. Uh, the girls have had some of their friends over. Sammy's been gone for a while. Sammy went to New Jersey. She's down at the Jersey Shore. She's uh, fist pumping and clubbing, so she's having a blast with one of her <laughs> friends. Uh, I told her to make sure she goes by the Shore store and gets me a t-shirt from the famous TV show. But uh, it's definitely been quiet in the house without Sammy here. But uh, she'll be back in a couple of days. And uh, other than that, doing good. I'll
0: tell you this, man, you're looking a little, uh, you and I both are looking a little red in the face here.
2: Yeah,
3: look,
0: a few hours in the pool will do that to
3: you. Bloodshot eyes, too. Is that all you guys were doing swimming? We did an intervention here? Or Dude, what? What's I, tell going you what? On? I got on
0: with Jay earlier and I was like, I was like, I was like, look at these things, you know, a little chlorine. I look like I've been through it. I look like I've been through a party weekend like Sammy. I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it was a good day today. Nice weather here. How
3: about you, Jay? How are things going, man? Listen, uh, I've been extremely busy. I work has been very, very uh, long. Um, you know, I've got some small projects I'm working on, a couple big projects I'm working on that I want to start fixing, uh, try to wrap up. Um, But I will tell you guys this, and this is going to fit perfect in tonight's theme, is we started uh, the Indiana Jones series. Oh, cool. And yeah, and the thing is, is with Indiana Jones, and we're not talking about Indiana Jones tonight, but we are talking about, um, uh, you know, we'll get into the Sci-Fi Diner here in a few minutes, but what I'm saying is, is it's all about the big screen. And how nice it was, because we have movie night when, uh, like, once in a while we'll have, like, because we like to eat, well, we eat together as a family. But uh, every once in a while, we'll, uh, you know, we'll break tradition and we'll sit at the, um, you know, we have the table inside the, uh, the living room, and we'll sit and we'll watch a movie. We'll have our own personal dine-in theater then, right? And, and we won't sit and watch a whole movie. We're, we're the, um, we watch a half a movie, pause it, and come back the next day and pick up. That's how we always are. I mean, when we're done eating, we shut the movie off, because, I mean, we, we all kind of just disperse and go a different direction, because we're all in the middle of things all the time, right? I forgot how much I loved the Indiana Jones series. I absolutely—it's just to me—is the perfect adventure movie. Now, and we just finished the Crystal Skulls um, uh, last night. So, so Bennett of all, like you know, of, of of all my kids, all my dozens, I guess—he <laughs> um, really, really got into it. I mean, like, like on the edge of his seat and hands up in his face and. He really got into the adventure part of it. So, um, look, if you are if you have not um, allowed your kids or, or sat down with your kids and, and, and just, or even maybe yourself, maybe it's been a decade or two since you've actually sat down and watched the Indiana Jones, you know, I challenge you, sit down and watch it. They're absolutely incredible. Now, I know the last one takes a lot of heat, and I was really critiquing this one hard when we watched it. If I was to be completely honest, guys, it's not a bad movie. It's not. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's actually good. And it's far-fetched. And, I, and, and you know, I looked at my wife and she's like, because I, I was telling her, it catches a lot of heat. And I'm like, is it as far-fetched as the Ark of the Covenant or, or you know what I'm saying? I guess at all based on what you believe. And is it aliens? Is it interdimensional? I don't know. But we had a fun discussion about that as well. And, of course, the where did they go? So we had that discussion. So it was really fun, guys. So go ahead and I challenge you. Mike, I know you're a big Indiana guy, all right? Mm-hmm. Have you sat down with the girls and watched all of them? We tried, and they had no interest. Really? Even Sammy?
2: <clears throat> yep, I was surprised, and I thought for sure Sammy would have taken to it. No, not really. I, I don't know if when, you, when we first started watching Raiders of the Lost Ark if it was just maybe the, the quality of the technology of the movie. I yeah. don't know, but it, okay. she just kind of lost it. She wasn't really into it, and I, and I love them. I think they're great. They do love the uh, the experience over at Hollywood Studios, you know, when you okay. do the uh, yeah. the Indiana Jones stunt show. They, they truly enjoy that, uh, but yeah, they really didn't grasp Watching those movies. So, How about Rye? Uh, unfortunately.
0: No, Rye's never, no, Rye's never watched them. What'll be funny is if uh, you start finding Bennett in the refrigerator thinking that there's going to be a nuclear blast at some point. Oh, that's where, be... where Indy jumps in the refrigerator. Um, Sleepwalking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, uh, Rye, it's funny you say, man, talking about movies. We had a movie weekend. We had two nights of movies. Um, we started Rye on Marvel movies. Hmm. You forget there are some parts of Marvel movies mm-hmm. that aren't really. For, like, colorful? a younger colorful kid. So yeah. we start Guardians, yeah. right? Which, uh-huh. I love Guardians. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yep. And then when Quill gets arrested, you know, when they uh-huh. when they get detained, and he's sitting there and he starts winding up the uh, the good old bird, as we'll say. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And Riley just looks at me, and she just gets this huge grin on her face, which automatically knows. I knew she knew what it meant. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Little wink-wink dad to daughter there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, man. she She's kind of gotten into it. We watched Captain Marvel because that was the only one Katie and I hadn't seen. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. It's definitely not my favorite one, but I did like what what they did with it. it and I'll tell you what, it did. It answers a lot of questions that I didn't know um, okay. about, like Fury, because he's a big part in the movie, stuff like that. So um, that was good. But yeah, we're we're working our way through, but we're not going to do it in order. I think okay. it's. I think we kind of have to go with the best ones. Like I can't go from that straight to um, first Avenger. Okay. You know, uh, uh, Captain America, because. It's a little dry for like the first hour, right? You know what I mean. Right. And so I want to keep yeah, there's, her, keep her attention. Yeah,
3: going. there's definitely character development. Oh, big time. Yeah. So, so I mean, so that's that's nice for like uh, for us who's somebody who you know you who's watching a movie uh, based on intellect and want the action. It's you know it's great. Yeah. Um, the the um, the PG thirteen rating. I think a lot of those are PG thirteen. <laughs> they right are. I, I forgot, are. man. So I, I mean, PG thirteen like is PG thirteen. There's a couple times I'm like. <sighs> Ooh, I don't know about that one, right. you know. And it's like, well, boys are gonna be boys. It so, made me laugh, I mean, though, man.
0: You know, I'm glad they did that though, because it makes it better to watch. It makes it more realistic, and it makes, especially those characters and guardians. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. characters deserve that almost more than anybody, like oh, with Rocket I, and Quill. And uh, <laughs> dude, you know. I would
3: even push that to an R. I, I think could. The Dis- I-, I think. I think yeah. Disney could really make out on that because I mean, there are some things in there that we could you know really jack it up a little bit and and uh increase the action scenes yeah and, and especially that, talking
0: about like captain america you
3: couldn't do it but that one you could right. you know what i mean yeah deadpool yeah.
0: perfect example right yeah Mike's exactly. Wearing a Deadpool exactly
3: yes mike exactly deadpool is a perfect example of that That I, is absolutely great i haven't laughed
0: i laughed at that movie for about f- five straight minutes at the opening credits and then I laughed at the Forky scene for five straight minutes in Toy Story 4. And that's like the hardest I've laughed in movies in a long time. So those two, two things completely different, but they're there. But like you said, I mean, the great part about the big screen and the great part about movies is, uh, is look, it entertains us while we're eating, while we're spending family time. And uh, one thing in history that we have always gathered around is the movie screen, and especially the big screen. And there's certain places in Walt Disney World to where you can go and you can enjoy seeing something on the big screen. So tonight we're going to transport you all the way back to the 1950s. We're going to go sit in our car. We're going to enjoy a nice uh, sci-fi cinematic adventure at Disney's Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater Restaurant. Uh, Guys... I have to tell you, I'm going to be completely uh, transparent here. I have not eaten at this restaurant in about three years. Uh, Mike, I think you're about the same.
2: Uh, Even longer than that. I want to say we ate there the last time was probably
3: 2010. Great. So this is a perfect opportunity for me to uh, tell you guys to take a back seat because um, let me tell you, it is nothing like you guys are remembering it, okay? So, we know that 50s Prime was uh, put in Hollywood Studios first, right? It was a perfect addition to Hollywood um, Studios, uh, MGM at the time. Um, It it was 50s themed, obviously, right? So, a couple years later, actually in 1991, Disney decided to put Sci-Fi Diner in. Now, the the really cool thing about Disney when it's on this theme kick is it themes well. I mean, they do a great job theming something. When the Imagineers go in and say, we're going to theme it this way it's themed that way from the front offering you popcorn before you get in all the way to um, when you sit inside the uh, movie movie itself. Now, we're going to touch on a little bit of the menu here in a little bit because I know that's kind of taken a little bit of heat and that's where um, I'm going to tell you where you guys have missed out on because the menu did change a couple years ago, right? But let's talk about the Sci-Fi Diner itself. Now, when you walk in, guys, Okay, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be transparent and tell you guys, I love this place. I love it. It's one of those, <laughs> man, I walk in, I'm like, oh, I love this because I have memories with my little ones there. Uh, the cast was great. I love the cheesy 50 sci-fi, the 50s, 60s sci-fi. I love them. They're cheesy. They're incredible. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk about when you walk into the experience. Now, before we even get into the experience, I think it's pretty safe to say you better get an ADR. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Oh, and well, not only that, I would go to say as someone who makes ADRs for a living, you know, uh, quite a bit quite a, quite a time. This is probably I would say one of the top 5 hardest ADRs to get on Walt Disney property. And I I don't it didn't used to be this way. And so this might come around full circle when we get into our opinions of the restaurant um, as to why. But this is one of those even at 180 days, can be really, really tough to get. So yes, you 100% need an ADR for this res- or for, for this restaurant.
3: Right. I mean, it. look, the thing is, is if you don't get it, you're going to be eating at ABC Commissary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, you're not going to just walk up and get it. Now, I know there's probably days where people are like, hey, wait a minute, Jason. I did get up there and they had a, a, a you know an opening. Yes, those are the Disney Magic Days, and uh, that's awesome, and I'm glad you did. But for the most of us, it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, one thing that I actually love about this restaurant, Mike,
0: look, we've all done it, even when we don't have an ADR. There's that amazing car sitting out front, talking about cars and talking about where we sit whenever we eat. Um, But there's that amazing car out front. You guys stop and get a photo every time, every now and then? I don't think we can walk
2: past there and not get a picture in that car. And uh, I I, I have tons of pictures there, but very few actually in the restaurant. Uh, But it's definitely the – it sets the tone and the atmosphere for when you're about to walk in. It's very cool.
0: Well, the thing, too, about the the waiting area, I remember we escaped a – Rainstorm this has been years ago, but since they've done the remodel um, the cool part about the waiting area is all the memorabilia that sits in there I mean you can go in there and take a peek without having a reservation they'll let you come in kind of kind of peek around a little bit but uh, some of the stuff that's in there I mean look original star tours um, kind of like diagrams and pictures and and uh, and stuff like that The Rocketeer has his helmet and his uh, his backpack, you know, his his jetpack in there. Um, There's amazing movie posters from some of the movies that are being shown on the big screen. This is what I think this this theater, uh, I'm gonna call it a theater, needed uh, years ago. That you know, that used to just be wood walls all the way down, paneling down the sides. It looked like a back lot of a movie set, which I guess kind of served its purpose, you know. Um, But I love that you can go in there now and you can show your kids these old school movie uh, artifacts and old school movie posters, kind of a a retro small little throwback to the the tour we used to be able to take, the Backlot Tour.
2: So I noticed something when I was doing some of the research for the show, right? And maybe you have the answer to this, maybe I don't. And I'm going to put the challenge out to the Disney Dads family if they know what it is. There's a telephone when you walk in, and it's got a phone book at the bottom of the telephone. And it's, from Los Angeles, August of 1987. Do you know what the significance of that is for that time and for that? No, I don't. Do you know, Jay?
0: No, I do
3: not.
2: And I have no idea either. And I know we have <laughs> a lot of brilliant, brilliant Disney people in our group. And I'm putting a challenge out there to let us know why there's an L.A. phone book from August 1987. Most of our What our people significance will, does that
0: have? Most of our people will go, what's a phone book? You know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do they still put out <laughs> phone books?
3: Yeah, they do appear. Do they? Yeah. yeah. I don't think they do. I, here. I've seen
2: them once in a while. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I can't. I can't see. I mean, do you know of one single person in the world that's ever opened a phone book in the last five years? No, I don't. No, we have cell phones.
0: I mean, um, I ordered yeah. it out tonight, and I just get on the cell phone, and have the number in a second. Hey Siri, give me the number to Fat Joe's Pizza. Yeah, that's it. It <laughs> actually <with> did. Okay. Well, it looks like Jay's ordering pizza to eat at uh, <laughs> you're, you're at Sci-Fi just... tonight. I love it.
3: <laughs> um, the uh, uh, so hey, listen, I want to add before I bring us inside. Those props you were talking about are those original from the movie? Uh, you know what? I don't know.
0: I don't know if they're okay. original from the movie. The cool part is, I really like that they have some nods to um, to like you know Star Tours stuff like that. But the cool part is, some of those movies, and this is a good little good little trivia for you guys. This may be one of the only places on Walt Disney property that you can find universally owned, uh, uh, themed movies. Uh, Creature from the Black Reg- Black Wow! Can I talk? Creature from the Black Lagoon is a Universal picture, and uh, and now it sits inside of a Disney property. the the um, The movie poster for it. So,
3: oh, that's cool. That's cool. I, that's uh, you know, it's very interesting. Um, I wonder what kind of um wheeling and dealing because I know those guys gotta wheel and deal a said, lot just for the littlest of things. They
0: said if you let us put this poster up, we'll allow you to keep Simpsons and Marvel in your park, other <laughs> 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 You let us keep this poster up and we'll allow you to open a month earlier than we do. How about that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's uh it's a pretty important poster. So if that would end up in the uh cast member store sometime, I would love that just uh, throwing it out there for my guys. Hey, let's let's go into this uh because this is not some well lit Area that you're going to walk into and, and, and hear a bunch of talking and a big party going on, this is a drive-in theater. You are at night. You are in a 1940s, 50s, 60s era time. Uh, all the convertibles, look, when you first walk in, you're going to be escorted to your convertibles. Um, there are picnic tables in the back, and those are for um, people that uh, will we'll go ahead and say, you know what, I, I'm, I want to eat. I don't even need the car. And they'll they'll move them into that area. You know, that might be an option too for uh, an open ADR saying, hey, I'll grab a back table if you guys mm-hmm. got an opening. You know, that, that might be an option too. But all these cars are convertibles and they're modeled after the 40s and 50s. Now, I got to tell you this. When you sit inside of them, there is, uh, it, it's a, it's a little bit tight when you sit um, because of the, you know, your tray. You don't get this huge table in front of me. You're actually sitting in a, a model car, right? But guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't find it uncomfortable as far as sitting. You know, the, the design of the, the car, the design of the seats, I mean, it was comfortable enough. Now, you know, if you've got a small kid, act, you know, sit them next to you, mm-hmm. you know, so you got a little bit more elbow room, you know, um, and you can kind of push their their stuff to their side. Uh, but the car itself is, uh, is very... Um, comfortable you know and i believe they still do this i don't know they did with my son when he was younger was uh the driver got a uh, driver's license oh really i didn't know that so it's It's very uh, cool they were sitting in the driver's seat they were the designated driver
0: can we can we jump for a second i want i want to take us to a a conundrum that that i have okay okay this i think is the only place on planet earth it is appropriate to sit on the same side of the table in a booth with people, because you don't, you're not, you not you do not look at people in, in the car. You're only looking right. forward. Like right. if you go to a diner mm-hmm. and you walked in, and Katie and I are sitting on the same side of the booth, and no one's on the other side,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I would hope you think that we have problems.
3: That drives me up the me wall. When too. you're on a first date, you look you're on a first date and you're sitting next to each other. Do you not want to sit across from her? Even if you're married for fifty years. Really poor etiquette. And I'm talking to all you guys out there, if you go out with somebody, look would it I don't care if it's whoever I'm with. You have to sit across from them. It would be pretty weird if me and Mike decided to slide right in next to each other. Oh, please do, for now on. (laughs) And it would be even just as weird if me and Rach would slide in right next to each other. You don't eat next to each other. You eat across from each other so you guys can converse. Mike, where do you stand on this? (sighs) <sighs>
2: oh, eye contact. You have to be, you know, visual. You have to be sitting across from each other. I can't sit next to Laura. We have to be across from each other all the time. In our house, wherever we are. Even when yes. we have a company over, we're always across the table from each other. It's just... The way it's always been. It's easier for her to stab the food off your I plate. I think that was one of the hardest things about that restaurant when I went there. I wasn't happy okay. with that because I kind of I was staring at the back of Laura's head. I think I had Sarah oh. next to me and, and maybe Laura had Sammy
3: because Sammy was still a baby. But I'm not there with her. I always got the little one next to me. So it, it was never really ever. Yeah, it's
0: different then. Yeah, it's completely yeah. different thing.
3: Because I'm worried about them not dropping their milkshake in my lap because they're right next to me. Well, you know. It's appropriate there. That's what I'm
0: saying. Mm-hmm. It's the only, I think the only place I'm like, hey, good for right. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Way to rock it. But if I go into a diner in New York with Mike, uh, and I see, I'm like, what are you doing? Look at each other. It's easier. And it's, and it's,
3: smell each other's armpits. Don't do that. Pro- you know what I mean? Probably, it's weird. Probably not the place to do that would be in New York. <laughs> <laughs> probably don't want to be telling somebody that. You know, I'm just saying. Um, here, moving on, guys. Um, I want to get away from the cars. I mean, there's really not, enough, not a lot to talk about. You have your speaker set up. I mean, it's like you're in a drive-in theater, right? Uh, let's let's talk about... I want to talk about what's showing on the big screen for a minute. I don't want to get too depth in every single mm-hmm. um, thing because, you know, it's that's part of the fun when you go. Just just go ahead and uh, enjoy that because you're probably going to miss a third of it anyways because you're going to be eating and, and you know, dealing with, you know, little ones. Oh, man... I tell you what, I was in love with this. Now, is there before I get into some of these, especially a notable favorite? Is there is there a notable favorite that you watch that you just absolutely love? The one I remember the most
0: um, was actually the commercials that would play, okay. and the reason I remember them is because obviously I was not alive during the time, but I remember in Greece they have the the toothpaste commercial on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it go spick and span uh, whatever um, now i'm doing mr plow that game again is mr <laughs> Plow. it's all going together but anyway i remember that and they play that one and also attack of the 50 foot woman is that was one so my dad loves sci-fi movies mm-hmm. um and so attack of the 50 uh the 50 foot woman was huge plan nine from outer space um those type of films you know that's the okay. kind of stuff my- that resonates with me
3: Okay, Mike. You want a notable that you?
2: Uh, Frankenstein meets a space monster. That's I've always been a Frankenstein fan. He's pretty cool. Uh, I've used to watch the old Frankenstein stuff with my grandparents, and uh, so that's the one that kind of stands out the most. Was Frankenstein? You know, there's a few that. Didn't make the cut. That were my favorites from the 50s that I used to watch a lot with my grandparents. And I'm surprised they didn't make the cut. And that was like The Blob, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Surprisingly, Creature from the Black Lagoon wasn't there considering it had the movie poster for that. So those were some movies that I remember from my childhood that weren't there, that were from that time frame. I think The Blob was from 58 and The Creature from the Black Lagoon was in 57. So uh, yeah, I'm surprised that they weren't there. But um but yeah this there's, there's some cool Wait, movies that they, they got planned.
0: They showed the blob. Did they? Yeah, they showed the blob. Because I remember it's on the screen. Yeah, yeah, They show the blob. Yeah. Okay. Then was, yep. I, then I didn't see it and I Yeah. Well the film itself is like fifty minutes, something like that, and it just loops. Right. You know what I mean? So that's a good good time. What about you, Jay? Is there anything in particular where you're like, Yeah,
3: you know, there is yes. a cartoon. There's a cartoon that uh, is – it's great because if it comes on, I'll watch it from start to finish. And it's the cat who hates the noise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And for those of you that don't know, it's – this cat just wants to get away from people. And uh, he ends up in some rocket you know, place, like rocket dealership, and he hits takeoff, and he gets blasted to the moon. And he's like, oh, peace and quiet. And all of a sudden, all the the moon people are – Loud and driving them insane, and uh, it was—it's just great. I mean, th- to me, it's a—it's a great one. Uh, they do have some Mickey Mouse ones as well mm-hmm. that uh, we'll play once in a while. That are not fifties and sixties, but just a little sci-fi to throw in there.
0: Did you ever do this over Star Wars weekends when they had it? No, because they would do um, Star Wars. So they did a um, a Star Wars Dining Galactic Breakfast, okay. and they had Star Wars characters in there, and then they would show clips of the Star Wars films.
3: Oh, that's fun. As you
0: ate breakfast that's
3: fun yeah pretty
2: unique the- i never made it down for star wars weekends really
3: I'd never i never have you to know and haven't. i
2: wanted to in the worst way but it just never panned out yeah oh, now so every, every weekend that. is
3: now every weekend mike now you can be on planet you whenever you want Ah, uh, anytime you want buddy anytime you want. Well, Boy, the anticipation must be so i feel so bad for him still are you just <laughs> numb or are you like just still super pumped to get down there I've kind of put it in the back
2: of my head. I'm not even thinking about it. I don't even want to think about it. I want to wait till I'm thinking Disney 2021. (laughs) That's what's where my goal you is. You know,
3: I try to I try to empathize and and like and and try to feel what you're feeling. And it's kind of like the only thing I can come up with is kind of like you're a kid and it's Christmas Eve and tomorrow's Christmas, but it's Groundhog Day on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and every day you wake up, it's Christmas Eve. Like what? I'm never getting Christmas. So um, and, yeah, I'm excited for you to get done. And all it. your
0: yeah. friends already got Christmas because they've all seen Christmas already. <laughs> and then you're just you know, do you want me to dress? You know what? You want me to dress up like an Ewok when I come up to see you here in like two weeks? And that way It'll you can get great. a little, you can get It'll a little, like that a little Star Wars life, you know, sure. going on.
3: Okay, I'll take care of you. You got it oh, covered. Please do, please, please, <laughs> on the plane. Get off the plane. Oh, I'm just it.
0: driving up. He's gonna be an hour and a half from me, and then he's gonna be like oh, 20 okay. minutes from me. We're good. Yeah. Okay. All I'm right. gonna be camping in a tent outside of Mike's RV that's great how how um, awesome is that and i'm gonna you know, just annoy him because uh, the whole time i'm just gonna he's gonna, herman larga try to go to bed in the rv and i'm just gonna say this is the night it's a beautiful <laughs> night and Larga's gonna go shut up or, you know <laughs>
2: remember that when you want to use the bathroom
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> it's gonna be good stuff so as far as the you know closing with the movies you know you're sitting in a convertible license plates are all dated from the 50s as well so uh the movies are fun. I mean they're cheesy. They're ha- just have fun with it, guys. It's absolutely incredible. Uh let's get into food though because that is a big thing with Disney, is the culinary experience regardless of where you're at. I'm going to tell you the first time I ate there, I thought it was okay, but I love the atmosphere. I love the theme, you know, it just it, it emulated the 50s. Uh, it was exactly what I was looking for. Uh the food was okay. It was okay, all right? So we went back a, 2 years later and I was visiting with the uh the waitress Excuse me, it was a waiter, and he uh, he says, "Look, we just had a menu change uh, at the beginning of last month, and it's all new menu. The chef came in and redid everything. So I thought, you know what? Let me try this New York strip, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, probably the best New York strip on property is this uh, is the one I've had at uh, really excuse me at sci fi yes. Really, I have gone. I, I I've said it over and over again since they did the menu change that." New York Strip is fantastic. They put that same juice that the um, the Brown Derby puts on their steaks too. Mm-hmm. It's like the like an au It's like yeah, but it's almost like a almost like a sweet cherry or something. Oh, it's a anyways, bacon
0: vinegar. Pretty, wait, uh, roast and a bacon vinaigrette topped with herb butter. Okay, oh no, they got
3: herb butter, but no, there's a there's a there's something else that goes on there. But anyways, it's absolutely incredible. Um, and and the chef got it going on, man. He did a great job when he came in and redid that. So, I'm telling you. It's not going to be the same experience that you guys had last time you went.
0: So um, for me, the there's certain restaurants where the food is not great and the ambiance and the scenery and the setting and the story doesn't do enough to make up for the food, if that makes sense.
3: Can you give me another example? Mm, I can,
0: but you're not going to like it. Okay, go ahead. Ohana. Ohana? Yeah. Okay. Um,
3: right. The... That's expensive. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and I, look, Ohana's fine. It's not like it's terrible, but for me, it's just not. You know, it's 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 just not there for me. But this okay. this restaurant for me, the setting and the California night sky with the stars and sitting mm-hmm. outside and really having that experience that most of our kids have never had before. Um, the milkshakes are incredible. Um, made up for the fact for me a couple years ago the food was moderate. You know, it was okay. Right. This right. for me was a burger joint. Okay. Um, Like every time I went, I got a burger. That's just what I got. I didn't branch out. I didn't try other things. um, But also, the menu back then wasn't as large. It kind of, you either got a chicken sandwich, a burger, um, fried pickles were good. I remember the fried pickles were really good.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Milkshakes are great. The milkshakes
0: are incredible. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. really, really good. Um, But looking at this menu now, for me, there's so much here that I would eat, you know, if I Mm -hmm. want chicken pasta. Um, If I want the, the, um like, if I do want a burger, but if also, like you said, the steak, the buffalo chicken salad, the, the shrimp pasta, but I have to worry more about Katie than I do myself, and the fact that they have a cheesesteak sandwich, and they have a buffalo chicken salad, and they have a uh, oven-roasted turkey sandwich, they've really branched out menu-wise with this restaurant, and for me, that is a game-changer. Mike, do you agree with me on the food? Because I know it's been a while for you, too. I do. I felt like when
2: we went our first and the only time we went, it was more like a hyped-up quick-surf. You know, I just felt like the menu selection wasn't there. Uh, I felt like the food was okay. It wasn't knock your socks off. You know, a lot of times we've done the dining plan, and I feel like we could have gotten a lot of better options using a sit-down dying credit somewhere else uh with the new menu obviously because we didn't have these this many options um what i'd like to do probably if i went back again even looking at the menu now that's a lot of burgers and steak and stuff i think i'd want to go there and just do like an appetizer day because Mm -hmm. they got some amazing appetizers i mean they have i mean I did have the fried pickles when we were there, and the fried pickles were delicious. But they have the appetizer samplers. They have the uh, chicken strips and wedge shouts. We could probably go and just make an entire meal out of these appetizers. And I don't remember the uh, appetizer menu, this being elaborate with the last time we were there. So uh, I definitely think we would give it a shot again.
3: Yeah. I
0: think you've sold me on it, Jason, for sure.
3: Well, I, I really think you need to at least. Uh, I think Rye would enjoy it. Yeah. It's probably been a while since she's done it. She doesn't remember it. I was talking to her about it before we recorded,
0: and she asked me, yeah. she said, What are you recording on tonight? And I told her, I said, Sci-Fi diner." And she goes, What? <laughs> and I said, Sci-Fi diner." She said, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, Well, we're yeah, going to have to change it. get a that. kick out of
3: it. Absolutely. No man.
0: pictures of Rye in that? the car? Yeah. 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 We have pictures of Rye in the car, but she doesn't, She, you know, for the whole experience. She remember she the does, restaurant. Right. right. Yeah. Because right, right, right. the last time we ate there, she would have probably been maybe. Four or five, you know, and mm-hmm. quite a few Disney trips in between there to kind of clog that memory. Um, they all kind of run together anyway, so it's
3: so. Can, let, let's let's talk. Let's uh, let's let's. There's two things I want to touch on before we get into um, uh, picks of the week and have our Patreon come on. Um, the first thing I want to discuss is um, I think Disney missed missed the mark by not having a gift shop with oh, all I like agree. movie memorabilia. That's- so. I mean, I think that would be cool to have T-shirts and stuff of all the movies or. You know, just something I really think, um, I think that would be, even make it small. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You don't got to make it a huge gift shop, but something small for memorability. Because I personally would love something Sci-Fi Diner, you know, up here. I mean, don't make me make it and 3D print it and paint it myself. I would love to (laughs) buy it and have it actually be Disney proper, you know, merchandise and and keep it here. I would love that. Um, The second thing is, um, in 50 years... uh, you know, when we start talking about cheesy movies, Sci-Fi Diner are hopefully still going to be there. And you know what I think is going to be playing? Sharknado. Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls? No. <laughs> come now. <laughs> Sharknado's going to be up there. How about um, how about some of the, uh, let's go, uh, like Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. What else? What else could be up there? There's, Any, there's, a, there's, a,
0: there's a ton of those crazy movies. Um, oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of good sci-fi movies. I oh, the new Independence Day, that was terrible. Um, yeah, it, like that was a cheesy sci-fi movie. For them to take a great film and then remake it into ugh. Anyway, it yeah,
3: was a cheap money grab. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on from um, that before we bring the show down, please. Hey,
0: I do want to talk for a second though. Um, mm-hmm. do you ever go, especially now with the dining plan being you get an alcoholic beverage? Have you ever tried any of their um, kind of drinks they have here, because they have some really cool stuff. They have the Magical Star Cocktail. They have Orbiting Oreos.
3: I've had, I've had that one. Yeah. I've had the Magical Star. Uh, Oreo yeah,
0: Shake with Godiva Chocolate Liqueur and a Souvenir Glow Cube.
3: That's pretty... pretty. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, and if you're on a dining plan, it comes with your meal. Right.
0: And do it $16 otherwise. Now, here's my exactly. thing I wish they would have done with, um, with this restaurant that they did at 50's Primetime. I wish they had on the outside or even on the inside area and all uh, uh, kind of a makeshift um, snack bar where you could walk up and get the specialty drinks or maybe just the appetizers and just eat outside. You know what I mean? And put like a big screen on the outside showing the same stuff that's playing inside. So Mm -hmm. that way you could get some fried pickles and you could get the orbiting Oreos, you know, and just make it limited. You know what I mean? And, and go and do those. Cause you can do that at fifties prime time. You can just walk up and grab a milkshake or, you know, a beverage they got the bar. They got there, the bar. Is yeah. that where you get it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But do do almost like an old fifties drive-in, um, you know, uh, uh, snack stand. You
3: know, to where you walk but up. Would that not be a cool themed bar attached? It'd to It'd be it? amazing. You just kidding? Just go in and have a, a lounge, a small lounge. You have some yeah. drinks. Just making it already? Yeah. I mean, you're you're there. It's
0: for, I mean, and it wouldn't have to be a bunch. You know what I mean? Do the stuff that's real simple for you. I think the more you do, and look, right next to that, they have the space. You know, I mean, they yes. can knock out some yeah, of that area do. and, and yeah, do that. They do. So um for me yeah, that's and we can borrow some universal characters
3: listen, to come over and
0: if cracker barrel's doing it they can do it cracker barrel announced they are starting to sell beer wine and mimosas at all cracker okay. barrels all right. which blew my mind that may be the the biggest like mind blown i've had here in a long really? time never thought i'd see that but uh, country boy breakfast man get out of here and a mimosa really yes let's do this hash brown casserole don't judge me on a Sunday morning. My traveling just got very interesting. Katie's going to be driving more often on vacation. We don't have any cracker oh, barrels around oh, here.
3: Oh, I'll send you my guardian angel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all know how that goes. Oh, speaking of that, actually, remind me on Patreon to get into um, our bike ride where we went yesterday and Katie driving. Yeah. And that's a good good story to get into. So we'll talk about that one. Uh, for me, look, Jay, I think you've convinced me I am 100% on board I think um, if I can get an ADR because they're tough to get, I am uh, down and ready to roll and uh, enjoy some old school campy, uh, you know, B-movie, sci-fi, you know, old cartoons. I love it all. I love everything about this. So you got me, man. I am in, and uh, I love hearing that it's one of your favorites. I love doing stuff that you absolutely love. So
3: good times. Great. Great. Mike, did I convince you, buddy? Are you at least going to check it out? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. (laughs) <laughs> I'll give
2: it a shot. As long as you go back to Raglan Road again.
0: Yes, yeah, we we'll need to see. do that so you can get a better seat.
3: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Right. And better food too. Yeah, so. we'll give it a
2: shot. No, I definitely would like to try it again. Definitely. I All think right. the girls will enjoy it a little bit more now that they're older. They'll probably enjoy the ambiance
3: of it. Yeah. Nice cold milkshake on a hot day on top of it. You know, it's you fun. Kidding. Air conditioned, it's dark. Yeah, it'll you be good. a good time. Uh listen, uh I appreciate you guys going down the sci fi road with me, you know, um later on. <clears throat> We'll, uh, we'll analyze those movies and, and we'll have some fun with that at another show. You know, this time I just wanted to kind of go over a, uh, just kind of a brief overview of, hey, your guys are starting to make diner plans. You guys are starting to plan those vacations again. Parks are going to start opening up in full capacity before we know it. Let's get in there and uh, let's try to get our hands on that because I think you guys will enjoy it. Give it another shot. You got nothing to lose other than send me a nasty email. All right, if you don't like it, I'm fine with that, whatever. So, Justin, you posed a group a uh, question all right and you, you this is what I love about our Facebook group is you know we, we do a call to arms and I love the feedback and I love how everybody has this great interaction so let me let me go ahead and, and for those of you that aren't on Facebook and did not see that let me go ahead and, and do this for you here uh, from Justin um, we want to hear your thoughts and memories about Disney sci-fi drive-in theater so um, <laughs> here there, there was kind of a, a wide range of uh funness here. I'll just use that word all right guys now, um, I do want to start out with Jenna Ramey's comment, and she said, uh, Daniel Ramey, here's your chance to rave about your favorite table service. I don't know if that was tongue-in-cheek, Jenna, or if this is uh, actually your favorite one. I do want to know that. That was, that was the first thing that jumped out at me here. So, uh, Dan Hirschlein. never dined here before, but I've taken advantage of the photo opportunities in the car outside. Um, that, that's kind of a theme with some of you guys as well. Uh, Dan, get in there and try the restaurant, my friend. I'm telling you, you're missing something so Michaela, our good friend Michaela Altenhoffen, um I really like the dining experience um you know it, it's a, she, she made a good point here it entertains a wide variety of ages and and that is absolutely true um, Scott zobel we dined in the in the fall of 19, 1917 <laughs> we dined in the fall of two thousand seventeen and enjoyed it uh Lori templeton is um she's talking about the star wars themes and um well, I mean, she was lucky and got to take advantage of it. I mean, how cool is that, Lori? Good for you, uh, Christina McSheffrey. She nails us with uh, pictures of the girls in in the front seat driving driving the bus, man. So it was back in December of two thousand and eighteen. Um, what a what a super cool picture! I actually I really love that picture, Christina. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Robin, haven't been there yet. Um, Really? Come on now, Robin. Let's get down there and get in there and get it, because I'm I'm really curious on your guys's feedback now after you guys do this for the first time. Okay. So, uh, Evan Laundry, it's almost uh, due for me, especially in uh, the hotter trips. Um, excuse me. Uh, it's it's a mu- almost a must do for me. So, um, do you do you go ahead and do that every time, Evan? If it is a must do, um, you know, I'd like some feedback on that as well. Uh, Mr. Curtis, Jeff Curtis. One of the best lunch spots for young families. Now, this is great, and this is why I love your picture, Jeff, is because he takes a picture of the picnic tables in the back. And, you know, I've honestly, I've never really just stopped and looked at these things. Uh, what What a great picture. I mean, that's awesome. And I love the fact that in the back there... It's part of that theming is you have the, uh, <laughs> I, I just absolutely love, right inside the theater, they have the advertisements for the uh, you know the old popcorn and, and it looks like um, uh, some fruit drink in the, uh, up on the wall. And I just love that. That theming just adds to it, you know. Greg Woods, uh, he made a point that it was uh, a bit forgettable. And I guess that's geographically where you're located as well because he did mention, like, you know, they have a lot of dine-in pubs where he's from, you know, and he added some suggestions on you know what? What would up the ante for him? You know, maybe some shorts from Star Wars Rebels or Clone Wars or Mandalorian, um, John Carter. Uh, you know, I mean, those are all notable movies that you know would would you know if we could just cut in piece, maybe that would be kind of a a a good experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, Tim Jackson. You know, I've eaten there twice, uh, both in the mid '90s. Um, your boys are getting a little bit older, man. I'm thinking it's time for that third time. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, Angie Weaver didn't enjoy it at all, um, and she said, I'll keep my negativity to myself. <laughs> well, okay, Angie. That's okay. We all are entitled to our opinion. Um, Cheryl Pavia, she said she loves it. Uh, unique dining experience, plus a fantastic hamburger and fried pickles. Yes, fried pickles there are absolutely incredible. And she posts a picture of Alec sitting there in the car, just, uh, you know what, that's a driving seat in probably half the countries that touch your um, touch you over there in Switzerland um daniel ramey oh here we go dan i i did not see your comment before buddy i personally love the theme with the drop top cars while blasting black and white sci-fi clips plus the sci-fi burgers is a must looks like i already answered my question daniel thank you buddy thank you in fact i think that you and i need to go there together sometime and i'll even split a milkshake with you pal uh david blaine we went in 2019 fun uh these these cars aren't built for anyone with uh the kind you know with any size at all just had nowhere for my legs to go David I'm like 6'4 man and I don't remember it being cramped are you like this seven foot nine dude David please let me know uh I mean are you are you like Kane's brother or something I mean just this this big guy um so uh but you know I just I didn't know it but you know I'll be honest with you to be completely transparent you know, having little ones here, maybe I just didn't notice it, because, you know, just trying to, you know, work with the kids, and get them situated, um, but I am curious, uh, Nate, uh, never been, buddy, you need to try it, pal, Steve Taylor, we have never made it, uh, tough on the ADRs, and that is kind of uh, a theme that I saw in a couple, where it was just hard to get in, Christina, look, dines there every trip, And our good friend Jeff Barnes says, love, love, love. Uh, Jeff's a smart guy, trust me. Um, Jim, is it Canooch? Yeah, Canooch. It's a a neat place to go, not somewhere to go on each trip, but a unique experience. Um, I I definitely think that is an absolute um, fair assumption where, you know what, maybe you don't have to do it every time, but it is definitely somewhere you need to try once because it is a very unique experience. Um, Sharon, oh, Sharon, I'm so sorry. Uh, her first reservation for the sci-fi was canceled yesterday. Wow, talk about timing on the show, huh? Well, look at here's the beautiful thing about it. It's still going to be there. You're going to get that ADR next time, and you are going to enjoy it, I promise you. Um, Donnie Herbert, who are family of seven and could not see how this could work. Now, that's a great point, and, and this is something I wanted to talk about for a second. Um, the, the car seemed to fit four. But Mike responded, uh, there's some cars that sit um, six. So I don't know. But looking at the uh, picnic tables, man, I really think, Donnie, that you could be able to uh, just take over those picnic tables if you wanted to or or have the the kids sitting in the cars and you guys jump in the back. I mean, I'm sure Disney would make it work for you. I, I would be curious if you ever go down that road to try to work with Disney and see if they can accommodate you. And Russell Collins. My wife and I went there in 2012. And had no idea what it was. Uh, we were putting around Hollywood Studios, and liked the decor. Um, it was honestly one of the best parts of the trip, and 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 that is such a that's such a cool statement because you just it's one of those things where you just walk into it and you have no idea what's beyond these doors. So that is kind of a, a cool aha moment, and that's in 2012. Um, do try it again, Russell. Uh the that, that um I'm telling you what, that menu is uh definitely different. But anyways, that was some feedback that we got from our Facebook group, guys. Thank you for sharing with us. It's always a treat to uh to go down that road with you guys and just get a small peek into your personal trips. So, anyways, with that guys, let's bring on our Patreon guest. It's our good friend John. What is it, Casano? That's how you say it, right? Casino? Castano 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 yes
1: yeah yeah, it's a difficult how you
3: doing brother you doing all
0: right oh i'm doing good how are you guys doing doing good man is that the cinderella castle lego behind you oh yes it is how long did it take you to build it
1: that took me it took me four nights probably like two hours a night probably like eight hours okay that's not too bad all right yeah all right i could do that
0: that's that's not too too bad i got one of those um You've seen them in the Disney store I'm sure they uh, the wooden pieces like the wooden train and they have the monorail and they have uh, yes yeah where you put it, it comes in flat boards and yeah. you take the pieces out and you have to rub like wax on them like candle wax and they piece together and I built the train a Walt Disney train um, but it took like 16 hours and my thumbs I wanted to cut them <laughs> off by the time it was done because my thumbs hurt so bad so I was looking for something a little easier uh, and that might be a might be a go-to.
1: Yeah, I want to get the train one, the train station. I'm, uh, I'm t- They're so expensive. Yeah, I know. I just gotta I can't ask permission. I just gotta bite the bullet and go grab it.
3: Well, absolutely, that's how you do it. The the one absolutely the one good
0: thing about uh, about those is they always look good in the background whenever you're uh, whenever you're taking a picture, right, Mike?
2: So, John, you have that amazing castle behind you. That makes for great pictures. And you know what? we have some great pictures on our Facebook page. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be pics
0: of the week. Picks of, picks the of the week. It's time for us to get our, picks to
2: get picks our of, picks of the week. All right, John. Since you are our Patreon guest this week, and I'm sure you've heard before, to me, what's your
1: pick of the week? Now I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna go to the running group because I'm Ooh, big I into like the running nice. group. Nice. I like and that. Mine is for um, for Heather Jorgensen. Now, part of it is just her pictures of this past week, but her whole. Th- through this running group, we've seen her whole journey starting to be a runner to kind of, you know, she gets frustrated, but she keeps on it. We've seen her through this whole thing, do her first virtual 5K, then she went to a 10K, then a 15K. And on this weekend, uh, coming up, she's going to do her first virtual half marathon. Oh, I love it. So just being this, like, it's very cool to see, because I've been running for years, but like just to see this whole journey of her running thing is is, is just really like is cool inspirational just you know everybody motivating everybody is really cool but her pictures are always good because she puts her you know she puts her total distance she puts selfies of herself and then she always has pictures of stuff she uh she collects things on her run, so it's cool to see mm-hmm. her little trinkets she picks up.
3: Very cool. Very, very. She cool. She is very much an inspiration in there. She is, and she's dedicated. Yes. She is one dedicated person. Yeah. No she gets frustrated sometimes, sometimes
1: but she always. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm still going to do it, even yep. you know, it's it's cool. Just tie those shoes oh. and get
0: out there. It's first step always. That's for sure. Uh, you gotta start go doing that. We
2: gotta hit the uh, the. You gotta hit the running page. What's a good idea, John? For a pick of the week, I would like know, it. Throw that in there once in a while. Yeah. yeah why yeah. not?
3: hundred percent well john i mean listen i look don't don't take that away too is uh dude you're a beast in there you are yeah. absolutely a, a motivator in there you are you are uh i mean i i how can i add anything more than that i mean you're you're just in you're a, a powerhouse in there and you're the one that creates inspiration and motivation for a lot of people too like you're changing lives you Thank know you. what i mean Thank so you. yes that's awesome yes. yeah absolutely I I wax and wane, you know. I get in great shape and then I get that's fat, me. and I and do now. I eat Oreos every night before bed, and now I'm regretting it. And I change pant sizes,
1: and now I got to get motivated again. So maybe yeah. this
3: is my first my first step. Yeah, that's again. been
1: my problem this whole. Well, I haven't been in the quarantine. I've been working right. the whole time, but I've you right. know make sure everybody in the house has enough food, and it's me that ends up eating all the right? food. Right? So, yeah, Juanita. Uh, I work out,
0: eat sour Skittles, cry, and then work out oh. again. It all works out. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jay,
3: what's, how about you, buddy? What's your pick of the week? I'm going to go. Look, I'm going to go with uh, my good buddy, Shannon McPherson, has been nailing us with some nostalgia pictures from his past trips, huh? Uh, he, like this, uh, I mean, look, the 2011, I mean, nine years ago picture. Like, I know his family well, and I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look how little the girls are. Uh, it's It's been fun. Um, he also posted you know some stuff inquiring about you know the vip tours and stuff and some great family pictures with that as well so shannon thank you for posting those pictures
0: love it Uh, shannon's always awesome mike your turn bud
2: all right. My pick of the week is going to go to Jessica Lawner with Garen Lawner. And it's uh, baby Garen's first Mickey doll. And uh, what a great little cute Mickey doll that is. I remember when my girls got their first Disney toys.
0: And for me, that is my pick of the week. That's going to be an upset kid because they're my neighbors and I'm going to take that Mickey doll because I like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I but tell you won't. what, that he is so cute, man. I saw him just, uh, just yesterday. Uh, so cute. We got back from a bike ride and they were outside and we were talking a little bit. Um, I guess it's my turn. My pick of the week is going to go to our amazing friend, Cheryl Pavia. Uh, she's over in Basel, Switzerland, of course. And she says, fun fact for today, tiny little Switzerland has four national languages. Turn on Disney Plus here and you never know what you're going to get. So she was trying to watch uh, <laughs> some Star Wars and it looks like it maybe came through in French. So, French, you, know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, you know, you never really know what you're getting over there. That would be, my kid gets upset whenever um, the subtitles pop on. So I can't imagine if I had to do different languages as well, she would be losing her mind. So Cheryl, love it. I loved the, uh, you sending pictures of uh, you know the family and, and Alec and, and all that. We miss you guys and um, super bummed we're not going to see you in July, but hopefully sometime real soon.
3: Listen, everybody, thank you for allowing us to go ahead and just talk Sci-Fi Diner, because it is one of my favorites, and I am I am absolutely in love with this restaurant. I have been. I always will be. Uh, before I really close it up, John, I want to give you the opportunity. When's
1: the last time you ate at Sci-Fi Diner? Uh, what year? 2017 was actually okay. was the, last, the first and last time I ate at it. Okay, and thoughts? It was a cool experience. Uh Cause we had the kid that, how old are they? They were, I don't know how they were, six and four or so. So okay. they really liked the whole drive-in experience so that they got to watch, you know, watch something while they eat, mm-hmm. they ate. Uh, what I remember it was, food was good, but it was, it was a cool experience. It was something different. Just, I wish the, um, I think we watched a video like two, two and a half times. Yeah. If that was just a little longer, but other than that, it was definitely it's one of the cool spots at Hollywood Studios because it's not that, you know, their their dining is kind of limited
3: well but with him talking though, i want to go ahead and i'm gonna we're gonna close this show up but it it does make uh you know d- drive home where disney is is opening up new restaurants and um it's getting to the point where it's hard to pick and choose yeah. where you want to eat and you're giving up to get and you know we're giving up a 50s to eat at sci-fi because we're only doing hollywood studios you know one day mm-hmm. or but now you've got galaxy's edge thrown in there and so it's it's, it's almost getting to be where uh, it's almost like a presidential debate in the house. You know what I mean? You're, you're throwing out the facts trying to, okay, well, hang on a second. I want to eat here because of, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll give up this if you take that. And that we've negotiated restaurants quite a bit in the house. Like, I'll give up to get, you know, and sci-fi is the one I'm always getting. So if Rachel wants to try something, she'll use that sci-fi as our car because she'll totally move that off to then to the, be like, well, hang on a second. So... It's fun.
0: Are you saying that your house is like an NFL trade deadline or, or like the NBA trade it's deadline? Exactly. Whenever what it comes it's like. time to ADR, we like we're down to uh, like two hours out from making ADRs, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're you're putting a trade on there, and you're like, all right, here's what I'll give you, and you give me this. All right, I like
2: yeah, it.
3: Man. That's exactly that's what good. it is. It's like, oh no, no, no! I gave you the quarterback last time. We're not doing sci-fi this time. We're gonna do <laughs> we're doing fifties, and I need a like,
0: but! I need a second round I, pick, not a
3: third round pick. All right, yeah. let's, you know, <laughs> right. Throw it in so there, it's we it right. have a lot of fun with that. But you know, the fun thing is, is for when, when it was 180 days, uh, you know, the conversations for 180 days after that. Where are we eating? What are our fast passes now? Especially when you get your fast passes locked in. That's such a fun, fun family thing, and it just kind of makes the day go by sometimes. Um, so, with that, guys, uh, closing words. Yeah, you know, I think, Jay, you convinced me that next time I eventually get to get down to Hollywood Studios,
2: I'm going to give it a shot. Sounds like a great place. Uh, I enjoyed kind of revisiting it and thinking about my memories when I got to spend time with my girls there, and uh, I'm really looking forward to, I guess, giving it a shot and seeing, you know, maybe taking a little bit more this time and go there with an open eye.
0: Yeah, 100%. I Look, like I said, it's been three years for me, three or four years. Uh, I didn't go back because it was a burger place for me, but with the the remodel, with the uh, new menu, uh, with Jay's absolutely stellar uh, opinion of this place uh it's it's a must go for me and for the fact that like we like we said from the get-go used to be this was an easy easy adr to get we could you know even day of get adrs for this now 180 days one of the toughest one of the toughest adrs on property to get by far uh so look obviously it stands on its own for the fact that everyone wants to go so i'm there
3: and mm-hmm get a good travel agent to get in there and get that thing for you right that's fair yeah. that's a fair assumption fair statement. fair statement right, a guy. I know right. A guy. absolutely John you got any last words you're talking to people around the world man 150 plus countries well um I like this
1: this group that you guys have created is very you uh, is one of the more unique Disney groups on especially right now when going on different Disney groups you hear people bickering about I'm not wearing a mask. Why is Disney doing this? It's not fair. Then you go on the, the 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 podcast family group. It's nothing but positivity. Nobody's fighting. Nobody's arguing. Everybody is just can't wait to get back in there. They're showing their pictures, and it's just – it's a nice – as negative as the world is and as negative as the internet is. It's like this one bright, positive spot where, you, you know, you having a bad day, yeah, I'll go look around, tour around here, see some pictures, see where – you know, it's just – it's a cool, it's a cool place to be on the uh, on the internet.
0: We appreciate that, bro. That's that's what Absolutely. we definitely uh, aim for and strive for. And it's not us; it's you guys that do it. So, uh, we appreciate you all being amazing uh, in that for sure.
3: Uh, Jay, well, well, here's the thing about being amazing: is it's it's John. I'll be honest with you: it's very simple when you have two co-hosts. You know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. you got all, all three of us that are here that um, uh, just. W- demand that. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. we because it's like I'll, I could be having a day. I mean, you know, we, we share the same profession and mm-hmm. you know how our days sometimes are just amazing, right? Oh. You know when I <laughs> every say every day in cheek.
1: <laughs> every day. And
3: uh, you know, and it's uh, you know, it's like the last thing I'm going to do is get on our Facebook group and uh tell everybody how how uh un- unpleasant my day is. And you know, the thing is is with Mike and Justin and myself um We keep each other in check also, you know what I mean? Where it's like we do have a common goal and that is to keep, keep the world positive around us. And, uh, believe it or not, it, um, there's been times where it's kind of like, uh, you know, I've had my day and, and Justin will call or and, and this is a nonsense I got to deal with right here. You see that, right? Yeah. <laughs> for those of you that that are listening, uh, I got um, Sporky getting shoved up in the camera right now. So but um, it's real easy when you got hosts that, like these guys with you and, um, you know, to keep it positive. And, and they're, they're such a great inspiration in my life. Um, but speaking of, inspira- speaking of inspirations, everybody around the world, thank you for listening with us. Thank you for coming down the road with us on the sci-fi. Have an amazing week, an incredible weekend. Take the time with the family. Say the hello to somebody that you don't know and make somebody smile. That's my challenge to you. With that, I'm going to wrap up the Dizzy Dads podcast. Patreon members, stick around because we're going to uh, hear about Katie's NASCAR experience, <laughs> I guess. With that, everybody, have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself. We want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream,
2: a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave
3: enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey